is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Welcome to the Meet Improv with me, Jeff Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meet is, of course, the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what, Jake? And then we do improv comedy in the UCB style. <laughs> I'm so sick of saying that. Uh, we do improv, long form long improv form comedy. Long form improvisation. That is correct. Uh, to do we, today. We're not. We're not- Doing short form? No. <laughs> we can. We can do party quirks based on the I stories. Mean, some of our the, scenes are party quirks. That's the best fucking game. I'm going to be doing clap edits the whole time. So. I actually brought a little bell. <laughs> just going to ding. In case we swear or get points or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I'll be in the brown bag immediately. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you've heard their voices, but let's introduce them. Two first-timer guests from... UCB, Izzy Roland. Hello. 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 And from the UCB Mass Health Team, Bordeaux, Mike Christian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Made it. You made it. You made it to the meet. Uh, you made it on the meet. So Izzy, you said that you had a pretty um, eventful morning. Uh, Good Lord. I just... <laughs> uh, my cat vomited all over my laptop. <laughs> There you have it. Yeah. I spent so much time cleaning. Does she puke a lot or is she sick? She's not well. I mean, she's a ghost. She's dead. She's (laughs) just, (laughs) she's just bones. It's very sad. (laughs) But yeah, she keeps holding on and then she keeps delivering (laughs) <laughs> like so many different fluids mm-hmm. um, every day. How old? 18. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty old. How old is Lemon? Uh, she'll be 10 uh, in August. A sprightly young yeah. thing. I feel like I know a lot of people who's like, well, my cat lived till 22. Stuff like I know. That. That's what I'm scared of. Really? I really don't want that. To, I don't want six or four for any more years of this. Yeah. I don't want any more years of this. Well, just to play devil's advocate, my cat died at seven. So, uh, I was pretty sad about it. Would have liked another of natural causes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, she got like, uh, like bowel, like all, cats apparently all get like intestinal issues as they age. And, uh, my vet told me that my cat's kidneys are compromised. Mm. By Russian <laughs> agent, yeah, that's what it sounds like, <laughs> or like a Vulcan mm. who's like emotionally compromised. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, cats go, yeah, eight to mm-hmm. twenty-two. At <laughs> what point? So you think if you're <laughs> that's if, how they age? Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I know how cat year, dog years <laughs> times seven, cat years you, eight, eight, then two. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, actually, it is true that. The time seven years doesn't count. It's like the first three years are like seven years, and then in the middle, it's like fewer years are passing. And then what is the point of that? Uh, This is just what they observe to gauge your disappointment. Yeah, (laughs) when it finally (laughs) try and make a pet like more human. To so you're like what? I think it's just a well. My first time (laughs) grappling with it, I was just a little kid being like, but my dog is. 
eight. And they're like, oh, he's like 56. <laughs> <laughs> to give me a better idea as a kid. That, like, to stop trying to ride him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually did. That's why he had a heart attack, Josh. He's <laughs> <laughs> a schnauzer. I think it would have had worse than a heart attack. <laughs> um, I live I live with uh, everybody's good friend, Matt Apodaca. And uh, you know that. He, Arguable. Yeah, uh, uh, don't you dare. <laughs> no, I Literally, don't you dare. Um, <laughs> um, and he has two cats as well. We have four cats. Are you kidding? No. Uh, in and like one is just bones. One's bones, and his cats are the others. Complete. I thought I had big cats, and I really don't. Um, I they're not getting along. <laughs> we just introduce them to each other, and. I think that my one of my cats like looks at one of Matt's cats and it like is so off put because he's like, I, I'm going to be devoured. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to be eaten. And they look like they look exactly like my cats. Huh. Like Sawyer and Hurley are both like very similar looking to Beauty and Mr. Boy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer and Hurley. Is, it, is, that, is that yours? Or no, his? those are Matt. So that's lost characters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we often say, like, if Hurley stepped on Beauty, which is my dead cat, that she would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hurley's a big boy. He's a big boy. I picked him up the other day and straight up went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> is he a fat cat He's or a big? thick. Mm. Very thick. Thick, dense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also, I have a Maine Coon as well. Whoa. It's Mr. Boy. Mm-hmm. And he's very fluffy. So yeah. I always thought that he was a fat. I did meet him, I think. You did meet Mr. Boy. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> this podcast has finally done what I've wanted it to do. Cat talk. <laughs> Cat talk. Well, you brought me on, so I'm, I'm down for this too. <laughs> I yeah. am not. <laughs> Deathly allergic. I feel like if I stepped into um, the role stop. Apodaca resident. That, that'll stop. Yeah. I'm allergic to cats too. You, it goes away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hasn't yet. <laughs> uh, speaking of old pets, I was walking past um... <laughs> everyone's favorite topic: <laughs> the mortality of our unconditionally loving best friends. Best friends. <laughs> so I'm walking over to UCB the other night, and there's the, a guy walking his. It looks like an older dog, and these uh, like a family with like two little kids runs up, and the kids run up to the dog, and they start like hitting the dog whoa like, trying to be like playing with it but are essentially just punching the dog and the dad's like of the kids like whoa whoa stop be gentle and then like he turns to the owner he's like how old is your dog and he goes he's 18 and i was like oh god this poor old dog just sadly standing there it wasn't moving it was just resigned to the fate of getting hit by these kids it wanted it to stop but couldn't move oof Hey, Thanks, Mike. Hey, uh, it made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> what about it? Uh, just that I wasn't expecting it to be the dog was so frail after getting already hit a few times. Um, you know. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> I get what you're saying. That's so fucking I, funny. Um, this is, uh, I was walking on the 4th of July. I was walking to the beach, not from here, uh, <laughs> but um, walked into the ocean. <laughs> I walked into the ocean. There was um, a a woman had a big uh, like golden retriever and she was like trying to get it to move. And it was just like lying uh, down and she was like, come on, come on. And it was just like lying there. And then some other then another stranger came up and was like, 
hey, what's going on with your dog? <laughs> and she's like, he's very hot and, uh, and doesn't want to move. And Oh, no. And that's all I heard of the conversation because I don't get involved with things like that. But it did have me go like, should I have been like, hey, because I passed her first and didn't think anything of it. And then he passed her and was like, what's up with your dog? But I was like, she wasn't like help or panicked and she wasn't being like she was like trying to get him to move but it wasn't it was any far from anything i would call abusive but i was like why did he feel the need to interject he's bad yeah i think so bad yeah yeah unless someone's like like being physically abusive to their dog or something yeah i think stay out of it people know their pets more than you do specifically dogs Mm -hmm. people come up to me all the time with my little guy and he's very friendly to people but they come up they like so many idiots around my house let their dogs run off leash. And like these big dogs come running up to my dog and I'm like, he's not going to like this. He's not going to like it. He's like, oh, he's friendly. And then sure enough, Dre barks and they look at me like I'm the idiot. And I'm like, they're saying your dog is friendly. They're walking up. No, no, like, no. He's friendly. They're saying their big dog is gotcha. friendly. And I'm like, well, maybe not once it gets snapped at. Like I can't, I really can't do anything. He's like afraid of big. I probably could take him to like training or something, but he like lived in a shelter for a long time. And then had a whole like, two years before that where he like who knows what it, what his life was like mm-hmm. so like i can't i don't know why he's he doesn't like big dogs or two regular sized dogs <laughs> but like one little dog we're we're off to the races he can he can handle what that about like four small dogs <laughs> <Not good. laughs> one and a half small dogs what if good. your dog was with another dog that he likes he doesn't That's like the anyone. same size he doesn't like anybody so he can't have anybody on his team no just me just you. I think that's where our problem, the core of the problem is he wants, he, he doesn't want his, his guy stepping out on him, <laughs> petting another dog. He gets, a, he's a jealous lover. <laughs> uh, but not truth. of other, not of dogs that look like him. Or that are his size yeah. or smaller. He's just not threatened. But it, he'll immediately He's be like, threatened. My man loves big dogs. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm not threatened by small dogs. <laughs> he also gets barked at all the time through the fence. I remember one of the first times I was walking him, we went by this fence and like there was a big dog barking on the other side. And Dre was like, oh boy. And they like picked up his pace and I, I tripped on the sidewalk and like, like kind of like, a, uh, not like fully falling, but I stumbled. It's okay if you fell. I didn't fall. <laughs> and Dre looked back at me like, you fucking idiot. And then he went, bar, 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 and, then, and then bolted even faster. Like he, he looks at me like I think a liability. <laughs> like, like he doesn't trust that I can handle my own in the mean streets of Dogland or whatever. Yeah, well, look at you. You went for a small dog. Yeah. He's a smart guy, though. He's a smart guy. <laughs> He's super He's smart. smart. He's probably the smartest dog I've ever met. Is there a show about him? <laughs> no. Smart guy? But I did have him on a movie set recently. And when I say movie, I mean my friend's short film. <laughs> I got paid nothing for uh, uh, And it was like, he had to do like, it was the first time testing his tricks in front of like uh, what a tricks? crowd of people. Um, the main one that I used there was stop and go. So he can, he can like come, which apparently is the most essential trick for a, a show or a movie dog is that they need to be able to hit a mark. So if I, if you can get him to like come around a corner and stop, which is what he had to do, you're like golden. And I, 
I had to do that. I had to get him to get a ball and drop it like at a certain spot. And then there was one other thing. He had to lay down and pretend to sleep, which was the hardest one for him. <laughs> Turns so, out a dog doesn't know how to pretend to sleep. You just have to wait till it gets bored. <laughs> uh, so but you're a stage dad now. I, you're a dog stage I was dad. in that one instance. And one of the guys who's running camera was like, I did four PetSmart commercials. This is the best dog I've seen at this. Hey. And I was like, hmm. and part of me is like, I could make money. And other part of me is like, I should just use it for my own thing. I want to yeah. abuse, like send poor Dre to work because I can't book a fucking Burger King commercial. <laughs> Dre has a better chance than I do. You just give your dog your headshot and be like, drop some of these off yeah, around town. He's definitely the star of any show that we walk in together. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, I'm here at the party too. I always end up at commercials where like, I'm not even... There are a bunch of babies at the commercial or just like not you're reading even, for the baby's part. Not. No. <laughs> Fuck. Are you kidding? I'm an adult woman. I know. <laughs> Come on. But but they won't even be going out for the same commercial as me. It's just like we're all in the same room. Uh-huh. And yet I find myself feeling very competitive against these babies. <laughs> just like that little fucker's going to book it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to book this. <laughs> I could just tell. Look at their perfect faces. I was at a casting call with twins recently. And they're I was, always they're always there. I was shocked by like <laughs> twin babies. I was shocked by how many there were, and they just kept coming in and out. Yeah. And it, like I was like, I can't imagine if my first instinct upon having twins was like, yes. But <laughs> I feel like if you're trying like babies, I could make two babies twins. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't look that different to me. Well, they were like a little older. Okay. You could tell. You could tell. Right. I was, you put them both in sailor costumes and yeah. you got twins. I got twins. Look. All right. They're both about Slap the same Slap a toupee size. on there. Yeah. They got the same hair. Well, my, when, my, when my older sister was a baby, she was actually a commercial model, but she played a boy. Hot. Yeah, she was. Whoa. Yeah. That is gender bending progressive stuff. But it goes back to what I'm saying. All babies are just like it's a baby. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean you're you're spouting second sex by Simone de Beauvoir right now, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm I'm a big uh big feminist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've read cool. uh, mm-hmm. I've read Betty Friedan, I've read Simone de Beauvoir. I'm uh, not interested. Okay. <laughs> you're wearing a cock of the talk barn girls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just noticed but, the word cock but, on your shirt. But so am I. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so check yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Meat Improv brought you by Cock of the Cock of the Wall. Bar and Grill, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm glad that got on the radio. <laughs> improv! I spoke with my dog. He'd be happy to do your commercial. Okay. Uh, he does have a slight request. Your dog has a request? Yeah. Um, just wondering if they could write in a little part for, <laughs> for old Jake. For the, well, we already cast the dog owner in the commercial. Um, I don't have to be the dog owner. I, just a well, small role. He's okay, he's coming at my leg here. Uh, hey, he what he wants. I mean, he booked it. I'll say that. Great. He's an adorable little guy, and he booked it. Great. I don't know why he's turning his aggression towards me, but I also, you must understand how the casting process works. We don't just give parts to the owners. You're going to probably be essential in... You've seen... You've seen Entourage, right? <laughs> I'm familiar with it. Okay, well... 
Uh, he's uh, Vinny Chase. <laughs> yeah. And I would be drama. Find a role for drama. But drama's kind of notice, notably a loser, right? <laughs> well, that's where the analogy falls apart. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it does exactly. <laughs> Just like, throw me in the dog commercial. There, It's a dog and his owner on a cruise, and the dog prefers the fish-based food to the actual <laughs> fish. Just have me playing shuffleboard in the background. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> it's not written into the script. I thought you were more of E if we were going into entourage analogies. E off screen handles the deals. Like you're signing the contract for this dog that I assume you own. Look. Okay, you're right. It's not the dog asking. I'm asking. Okay. I'm we live in a two bedroom apartment and he's paying most of the rent. I'm humiliated. The dog do you know what that's like? No. I'm the second fiddle to this dog. We cut to uh, the dog's agent's office. Oh, boy. I gotta tell you, Morty, my my human... Tell me about is it. ...is riding me. Uh. <laughs> riding my coattails of success, and I... Well, you're hot right now, okay? You got stop heat. It, stop it. You got heat. We need to cash in now. We need to go big. You need to cut this guy out of your you life. You know what? You're like... You're just like... Jeremy Piven in Entourage. What? We pan out and we see it's just a dog sitting on an office chair and a guy talking to, <laughs> to, to silence. But we pan back into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen. Okay. I just got a new script across my desk. Uh-huh. I think I need. I, I think this is the part. Uh, you know, Jake's going to try and get it on this, right? Well, Listen. I want you as Aquaman. I don't care what Stop. he says. No, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, my wife and I are not doing well. I need this. I need you. Read this, please. Did you tell her you can understand me yet? <sighs> That's how this started. A relationship? Huh? You're trailing off, buddy. Look, I, that's hey, how. Hey, huh? hey Scraps. Hey, Scraps. I found a new limited release shoe in downtown LA. They're only giving it away to the to the to the top five dogs that get there. You think maybe you could pull some strings? And oh, get old turdies. <laughs> get turdies in the front of the line. Oh, you think you could? You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, I got big news for you too. What's up? I heard Lassie's looking for a new b- b- boyfriend. <laughs> Shut up, man! No, you, I'm you not kidding. I, you know I'm with a bunch of bitches. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is Lassie. Okay, I'll stay out. Isn't of it. Lassie old as hell? <laughs> There's new ones. Oh, from the reboot? Yeah. Lassie, come on. You think that same Kali from the 50s is, is sticking around today? I don't know. It's like Shamu. They just breed lassies. Could I fuck Shamu? Mm, Morty? I represent Shamu, and I think I could get this together. Morty! <laughs> Still here! <laughs> Yes, uh, yes, I can get Shamu. We, we got to SeaWorld, and Morty's just standing in front of the whale tank. Listen, I mean, I know he's not your type, but we've been. You got to get out there. She just holds scraps over the water. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! My cash cow scraps. What about those shoes? <laughs> what about those shoes? Scraps is dead. 
Scraps is dead. He's what's, in the whale. What's dead? Uh, it's when something's no longer living. Um, listen, we should get out of here. All right. Huh? We should get the hell out of here. <laughs> I thought we had clearance. <laughs> we cut inside the whale. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. What are you doing in here? Going through the digestive process. Uh, you new? Am I new? Are you new? Am I new? You're new. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Good luck getting out of here. Well, Who's your agent? <laughs> we see this is Wishbone. <laughs> well, There's four Wishbones. <laughs> well, I, I just got... I just got thrown in here, I think, as sort of a sexual bargain. <laughs> you reached the tippy top and you wanted to fuck a whale, did you? No, got no. Too close to the sun. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Who are you? I'm Comet from Full House. <laughs> Remember me? What? Does this whale specifically only eat TV dogs <laughs> and parodies of real human being characters as dogs? Um, yes. Were yeah. you guys all rep by Morty? <laughs> yeah, I was rep by Morty. Yeah. 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 Rep by Morty. Yeah. We hear from the bowels of the whale. It's Lassie. Lassie whistles? <laughs> yeah. That's a little known fun fact from the show. That's Lassie whistling in the opening credits. They should have sold that show around a whistling dog. Come to Lassie. She want to fuck. All right, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. This is where we tell a meaty true story, and then we do improv comedy inspired by the story. Izzy, you're up first. Okay. Tell us your story. <laughs> um, Dateline. Uh, uh, this story is good, sad. That's okay. It's, uh, and mm-hmm. includes some sad parts, but I'm going to try and make it funny. Um, so I... Uh, studied abroad in Paris, um, in 20, at the end of 2015. And, uh, it's feels very shitty to complain about your study abroad semester in Paris, but it was very bad. Uh, it was just like, (laughs) (laughs) um, it was, I mean, Paris is great. It's a cool place. My program was abysmally planned, uh, very poorly structured, and French people are bad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You mean rude? (laughs) I mean that they're bad on the inside. Um, I have French family, so... I can say that? I don't know. I can be like wildly generally xenophobic if I have, if I know people that live there. (laughs) I'll be honest. I went to Paris in 2014. If you say that they were kind to you, I'll leave. 
Uh, no, they weren't. They were Great. the opposite Thank you so of that. Much. Uh, Everyone always says, like, right after I say I hate the entirety of the French people, they're like, I went and they couldn't have been better to me. And I'm just like, don't talk to me. A couple nice people, but there was definitely some, like, uh, yeah, definitely some not good, like... Uh, they're bad. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Like what? not as woke as you'd think. I'll tell you that much. I mean, they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> this pe- everyone was like, "Oh no, Nazis in America!" And I was just like, "There are armed guards in front of every synagogue in yeah. Paris at all times." Yeah, and like th- it's just like I mean, just so much, just so much racism. Um, but also like what they prioritize, <laughs> like. I don't know. It's also hard to talk about French people without sounding like a dick yourself. Because I was going to be like, oh, their intellectual priorities are just so improper. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so I was there. I was there for a couple months. Um, It was my senior year of college. And I was there for for the first semester. Uh, And basically, I had an academic workload that made it so that I like couldn't go outside mm-hmm. uh I just had like zero free time uh was not having fun <laughs> at all uh and then so how do I okay so I was having a really bad time but working really hard and like writing a lot uh and then I had a long distance boyfriend at the time who I had been dating for like the majority of college and he my family flew him out to like come hang out with me while I was abroad and we could like be in Paris together and he came and we were having a good time and then one night we decided we were like okay we, we were like trying to go on trips and it just like didn't work out and we were like you know what we'll do we'll go to a fucking soccer game because he loves sports and I love soccer and I was like I haven't been able to get out to a game this whole time that I've been here this is perfect and uh we go to the game and it's like right I was at like the edge of the city uh like the southernmost edge of the city but there was this like huge train line right outside my door that took you like all the way through the middle it like cut the city in half and went all the way through and so we could just take that train line all the way up to the stade de france which is like right outside the city and it was so cool it like they have all of these so instead of having like all of the food vendors and stuff like that inside of the stadium like we're used to at dodger stadium or whatever they have just like a line of people selling like insane awesome food it was like the best night i had had thus far i think in paris Mm -hmm. and this was like mid-november so i'd been there for a couple of months already um and we were like eating all this great food, having so much fun. Uh, and it was like a friendly. It was just France versus Germany. Friendly game. No stakes. Whatever. We go into the theater. We're in the literally the back row. And the game starts. And we're having so much fun. Uh, like we have to have these French, these huge French flags that we've acquired somehow. And <laughs> we're like t- taking a bunch of pictures of me looking like E.T., um, <laughs> And then we hear uh, 
sorry. You know, you just like process horrible information in a way that you just can't have a laugh. We hear like this huge bang. And we thought this might be going for sure. And I was and we were like, huh, we're used to like American sporting venues. And I was like, where are the fireworks? <laughs> Fun. I was like, it's the beginning of the game. How are there already fireworks? And we were like, crazy. That fireworks went off. Can't see a dang sparkle. And then we're like, OK, whatever. And then another one happens. And it sounds like and it sounds like it's right behind us. And uh, and why did I pick this story? No, this is definitely interesting. Yeah. You guys are going tense. No. Um, the only stories I could think of were like the most traumatizing things. <laughs> it's <laughs> called the meat. Seriously, yeah, yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. Great. Hell yeah. Um, thank you so much for your validation. Um, so the second one goes off and we start to like panic because I was just like, I was like, that sound, I mean, it sounds like a cannon and it was right behind us, but nobody else was really uh, freaking out at all. The players stopped for a minute, maybe. And uh, I have severe anxiety, but this was like, I had like been going to therapy for a long time, but didn't have like wasn't prescribed anything and i just fully lose it (laughs) i'm like becoming incredibly panicked and then my ex-boyfriend and i are like let's get the fuck out of here we just like had a feeling even though nobody else was doing anything and so we go down and i'm speaking to a bunch of guards uh in French and uh, I'm going like, what's going on? We want to leave. Like whatever's happening, we want to leave. And <laughs> the guard, the guard that I was speaking to, was just the Frenchest you can be. <laughs> which at this point in my stint in Paris was not helpful because also the way that I learned to cope with the French people being so shitty was to like scare them. Was like. I lived in New York for several years, so and they like do all this shit where it's like you speak French to them and they can hear your accent. They just respond in English. And I always like it always be like, oh, hey, can you help me do this thing? And then they would be like, I'm not playing your fucking game. I speak English here. Here's how it's going to go. And then soon on in my like living there, I was sort of just like actually here's how it's gonna go and would just like very aggressively speak french back at them to make it clear (laughs) what was going on like i would just get so pissed off it was like no this is the language we're speaking fucko um and so that started to conspire between me and this security guard (laughs) who was very nonplussed and very mellow and was just sort of like there, do you know there is a game right inside you can watch and I was like listen buddy I have medicine that I need to take a complete lie it's like my medicine isn't here and I need to take my medicine or something very bad is going to happen Oh boy! and he was like all right, I see what you're trying to do. And whether or not this is true, 
you're not allowed outside. He was basically just like, here's what's up. We're on lockdown. You can't leave. And I was just like, me? No likey. And I just sort of spun out of control and was just like, get me out of here. And like was shaking and was just like, get me out of here. And we're the only people trying to leave. There are like a couple other people who are coming around being like, what's going on? Um, And meanwhile, while we're having this conversation, two more of these bangs happen just like at random. And he was like, and then more people started coming up being like, we assure you, you are safer in here than you are out there. And I was like, what is happening outside of the stadium? What are you talking about? Um, and they were just like, TBH, don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I've, like ne- I've never freaked out to this degree. My boyfriend was being extremely calm and very helpful and truly such a scary glimpse into how I deal with (laughs) situations before this. I thought that like I was a pro and would be able to deal with things like very well um, in a state of panic. Not the case. Um, Though I did get very strategic, which is good. Um, So that's happening. Um, Meanwhile, we're like on Twitter, like trying to see what's going on. And people were just saying like, there are bangs, there are bangs outside of blah, blah, blah. Uh, But what we did find out was that after the first one, the first bang, they the president, Francois Hollande, was at the game. They let him out of the stadium (laughs) after the first bang. (laughs) I was just like, now... Something is right. I mean, they've escorted the president out. Also, the game is still happening. They're playing the game. I don't remember that part. I remember seeing the footage of like, like the shaky camera over the the soccer match and people being like, "Yeah, there was like it was like a really loud noise," and they were like, "Was that whatever?" And then they just kept playing soccer. Uh, And so we basically just had to wait until they were like, "Okay, you're clear to go." And they did. Um, I think that we got let out before the game ended. I don't remember. But France did win. Prescient. They finished that game? They finished the game. France won 2-0. Uh, I don't remember that. Prescient. Um, and yeah. And so we left the stadium and outside of the stadium was like, chaos it was like really very scary uh it was completely it was a complete surprise too that was like one of the scariest parts it was just like whoa what the fuck happened out here kind of looked like the start of like an apocalyptic video game uh like there were children crying and like broken glass and shit like that and everyone was just like rushing towards the train and the train turnstile turnstiles were open so you could just go through you didn't have to swipe your card or anything and we got on the train and then on the train I think we got like Wi-Fi or something and people started texting us being like are you okay what's going on like where are you? Are you safe? Blah, blah, blah. Like people from America. Uh, my, mom, <laughs> my mom texted me. We still didn't know what was going on, but my mom texted me and said, uh, Mark, which is my grandpa, um, said she was like, Mark, t- Mark uh, texted me and said, there's some Muslim shit going on in Paris. Are you OK? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and yeah. And then other people were like, are you OK? <laughs> 
And I was just like, mother, not the time. <laughs> and then we got home and that's when we learned everything that was going on. Uh, which was, you know, I'm sure you're aware of yeah. the extent. But so we were at the tamest location of that evening. Uh, the only people that died were those four people with suicide bombs. Uh, but it was like, <laughs> and I was just sitting there, you know, very selfishly sort of being like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of fucking course <laughs> this is the goddamn straw with this fucking semester and uh everyone i knew was fine but i have french family and they are extreme fatalists and very emotional like when the wildfires were happening here a couple months ago we got emails from them being like i would offer my condolences on the fact that your city is burning but the world too is on fire <laughs> that's we what the email said yes and so my aunt <laughs> there was a girl who uh, there was a victim from one of the attacks who was like a U, like a UCSB student or something. She went to school in California and my aunt emailed me and was like, I saw that an American student was one of the victims in the attacks. I can't help but assume that she was a friend of yours from Sarah Lawrence College in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't imagine what you're going through. And I'm just like, you crazy bitch i mean how can you just continue to make this about us <laughs> she literally went to school in california um but i got to go home early oh. which was nice. how early uh i went home like a week and a half after that but i was the only person on my program that did uh and i went home on thanksgiving hmm. and then i came home and had thanksgiving with my family <laughs> yeah yeah Damn. You I don't, I don't know. That's a, yeah. <laughs> I should have told my story first. <laughs> well, maybe not. No, I'm, I don't know. I guess I've never, uh, I've, I've definitely never, I don't think I know anyone that was in Paris during that yeah. time. Maybe people I met the year before. Uh huh. Um, where did you live in Paris? I lived in like a very residential part. It was, the 14th do you know kind of yeah it was by this like big park it was at it was sort of like a uh dorm situation it was I like see. a set of buildings that were specifically for foreign exchange students to like lodge there mm -hmm. for semesters it was, was it like terrible. eiffel tower side or no the, the it was steel? not it was so, not even like more. it was like so the eiffel tower is on like the west side yeah bestial is on the east side this is center south okay and like the very like right before you're in like the suburbs i see uh yeah so i was in like the middle of nowhere <laughs> um yeah. So you, you said you got to go home early. They was mm -hmm. that like a the school was like how did that work? Uh yeah, they <laughs> Well, I 
sort of so the reason why the program was so bad was because they sort of just admitted everyone um and then like not only did i have an insane amount of work but like people who they were like people were put in an advanced program that like couldn't speak the language so they they were like extremely fucked over like they were too stressed out about not being able to learn well, anyway uh so i was in class everyone just sort of knew for yeah. some reason that i was at the soccer stadium like they had checked in with everyone and made sure that all of the students on the program were okay and then like found out that i was there mm-hmm. um I don't really know how, but I sort of became like the special one uh-huh. <laughs> because I was the one who like went through something. Uh-huh. And uh, so they like paid a lot of attention to me after that. And so I was also like not to to my own horn, but I was one of like the best students in the program. Uh, I think just because I had been studying French for a really long time and I went from being like the most talkative student in all of my classes to just silent yeah because i was just like scared i was just like freaked out and was like really jumpy during class and shit like that and then they called me into a meeting and they were like what's up and i was just like the worst thing that's ever happened to me happened (laughs) i don't know and also i hated it here to begin with and then they were like we don't want you to go and i was like i really want to (laughs) go And then I, Sarah Lawrence has these like really, uh, we have something called Don's, uh, which is sort of like your advisor. Uh, but they chose mob language for some yeah reason. they did <laughs> it's apparently like a very bougie oxford thing that we adapted but it's just like my don philip j swoboda doctorate in russian <laughs> history uh i wrote to i wrote to my don swobo and uh swoboner as i sometimes call him <laughs> this is a 70 year old man that we're talking about uh I wrote to him and told him what was going on. And he was like, I'm getting you home. And I was just like, Oh my God, it was really nice. He was like, you should not be there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he like got me home and he was like, I will make, sh-. and I, cause I was scared about not finishing the semester. I was like, I gotta graduate. Yeah. <laughs> and my work wasn't done. And he was like, you'll be fine. And he like contacted the program and he was like, send her home, figure out what you have to do. Wow. Um, and I went home. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. I also like after to my the safe streets of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I also like right when I got back home to L.A., I was at my mom's and then the San Bernardino shooting happened. And my grandpa called my grandpa from New York what called and was like, you're not safe in L.A. either. You got to get out. And I was just like, this is sick. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Is sick, grandpa. Um yeah, and then second semester senior year was lit. <laughs> yeah, great. Had a good time. <laughs> good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, every time I think of that, I think I like I watched that. Uh, What's the documentary? The Eagles the, of Death Metal, the Bataclan thing. Oh, did they make a documentary yeah. about it? And like they have footage and stuff like that, and like they tell the story from sort of their point of view, and it is fucked up. I like, do not want to see that. Yeah, uh, that whole time was fucked up. Even over here, just being like, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Yeah. When uh, I got back, it was like 
I was ex- I was expecting I was like in therapy and my therapist was like, are you do you have PTSD? And I was like, I feel pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like pretty much great. But I've also been like as much as I hated it, I like can't get wait to go back to Paris. I like yearn for really. It. Yeah. Whoa. Which part? Uh, I just it's just really lovely, like being there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with all the terrible city. people and horrific experiences <laughs> that one can have. <laughs> I don't know. The food's just so dang good and so pretty. <laughs> I agree with that. I didn't have a bad time in Paris. Why were you there for, for vacation? Sick. Uh, I went on a vacation. We went to Paris, Ireland, and Budapest. So Paris was my girlfriend at the time's choice. Uh-huh. I picked Ireland, and Budapest was like. Who knows? I went this. to Budapest by myself while I was abroad. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you like it? I loved it. Yeah. It's a cool city. Um, and cheap. <laughs> Very cheap. Um, and everything looks gold. Yeah. Like old and gold, <laughs> yeah. I would say. It's like Budapest, the city of gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Hungarian. Yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. I can do it. I'm Hungarian. <laughs> but yeah, Paris was like, I, once I just got over, like people were kind of rude when they obviously could see I'm American because I'm kind of chubby and had a big beard at the time. <laughs> like yeah. someone literally stopped If you're not a American. wisp of a person, then they can tell you're not French. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Dolly Parton. Yeah. Having like a little bit of meat on my bones. <laughs> just like, who is this overweight <laughs> porn star? Who doesn't smoke. <laughs> it's not smoking. They were like, you're German? <laughs> Everyone thought I was German. <laughs> That's kind of funny. What did they say to you, Josh? Didn't they say something? They said when I was walking down the street, a guy came up to me like, too masculine. What <laughs> the fuck? Up. And I was like, Listeners. I literally tweeted like, I've got a, I tweeted out, a man in France just said I was too masculine, <laughs> tweeting this so I never forget. And you didn't leave? You didn't stay there for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> I should have, I guess. I don't know. Do you? Do you I was probably French? like wearing like little, sh- like, like shitty shorts like I am now and like uh, like know, a Packer shirt. shirt. They could probably, but they could probably, what's that? Some shirt with leaves on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like those shirts with leaves on it. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Do you speak French? Were you able to, like, when you were there? No. Yeah. But I've tried. I knew, I knew, uh, s'il vous plaît, and I knew bonjour, and I knew, yeah. uh, how to basically order stuff, mm-hmm. which is all I really did. Most of them immediately started speaking English. So, yeah. But the thing that they said is to try. Mm-hmm. But then it would almost be, ins- they would almost be insulted when I tried. Yeah. Uh, they hate it. Yeah. Do you speak yeah. French? No, but I studied abroad in France too, and I, Where? I was, in Paris, um, uh, but I was there Did for four people blow themselves up. <laughs> Not that I was aware of, but uh, yeah, but this was 2006, uh-huh. uh, and uh, and I was there for an art history program, so I didn't speak any French. And uh, yeah, I would walk into a place and I'd be like, "Je voudrais." this they, yeah like i would try and, and they they're like, be like kill yourself don't do this to my language <laughs> yeah but uh i'm like oh sorry they don't make every movie ever uh in french so i'm not yeah, really bitch. <laughs> that's right it's not really that familiar to me but, i don't know if you know this we don't live next door to a french-speaking country <laughs> it would almost be bougie of me to learn uh i mean we do live next door yeah, to a french-speaking country what canada, canada. yeah not I wouldn't say that's a country. If I want to go to one if I want to go to one part that. no Canada, but I mean like Quebec. <laughs> Mont- oh, one city speaks French better. Don't oh, all just signs in have case to be in French. Don't it don't they have to have every sign in French as a law in Canada? 
I don't oh, really? fucking know. I don't go to Canada. <laughs> Clearly. I don't go to Canada. We have so few international listeners as it is. We're burning our last bridges. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Viva la France. I'm talking real shit. Hey, bud. Hey. I know this. Well, you're pretty chipper considering oh, oh, the circumstances. Yeah, but, um. <laughs> no, I know that you saw your, you know, your, uh, your grandfather's passing was sort of coming. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. But he's a great man. Did a lot of charitable work. I know yeah. that you were close with him. Yeah. But on the bright side, global warming is going to devour us all. Probably within our lifetimes or our grandchildren's lifetime. So, you know, um, if you think of it that way, yeah, we're sort of, yeah, we're sort of all doomed. Uh, so, uh, one man uh, returning to the dust is un- inconsequential okay. and really not. I feel like we could be utilizing this time together to talk about more important issues. Okay, well, this is this time together is about one issue, uh, <clears throat> just this funeral. So, just you could just, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I got wow. you. gentlemen. Hi, uh, sorry to interrupt. I was just uh, wondering if I could uh, offer you a finger sandwich. Um, I'll take a couple. I've had a lot. No, thank you. Oh, got it. Got it. Great. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. feel free. Yeah, That's just so you know, um, I have a brain tumor. So, okay. I'm very I know, sorry. So I know that your family member has passed, but yeah. it could be worse. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I think it just if one person could say, "I'm sorry for your loss," I, and just stop, I think that would be all. So, no finger sandwiches. If I might, I don't mean to interject here, but um, some might say that your brain tumor makes you lucky. I think about that every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have, you don't to, have to die in the fires. Die. And- yeah. Die in the fires. Can you guys not have this conversation near <laughs> me? Can I get your number? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess so. I am not interested in procreation for obvious reasons. Oh, neither am I. Okay. I have my tubes tied. You do? Mm-hmm. Mine too. <laughs> good to see you. It's good to see you guys. It's good Thank to you see so you. much for hiring so much yeah. me. Uh, for you're doing this great. Funeral. The food is great. Boy, this is about the Wonderful. most. Have a good. Have a I good. feel something I haven't felt in a while there. And it's back down. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I just this isn't to- a wedding, Charles. <laughs> 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 Although, I guess I will kiss. <laughs> Somebody. I wanted to speak. Okay, I wanted to say. I just wanted to say. Please, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Uh, your grandfather was a great man. Um, truly a great man. And uh, we uh, we we bought a, a, a bench at the botanical gardens that we donated in his name. Thank you. Uh, and um, I set up this little projector. And I'm, a video of a moose stuck in a swamp that gets sucked, uh, bled dry by a bunch of mosquitoes on a time lapse. Why? Why is this playing right now? Okay. All right. Okay. Who kissed? We did. I'm just saying. You never know how. You know. There is and Charles, sadness and Charles, might I just around. say, what a beautiful plaque on there that mentions all of the hundreds of trees that were used to make this very bench in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in you know, our grandpa's name. Yeah. What a lovely gesture. Just a little perspective. Yeah. We put him straight in the ground right where he belongs to try and, you know, rejuvenate any part of this land that we can. Yeah. 
Did you use a coffin? Of course not. Just dropped his body right there in a hole so he could be devoured <laughs> by it's the world. Actually... Give back to... Give what? Back. Where's my grandfather's body? He's in a hole. Was he embalmed? Of course not. What's in this coffin right now? <laughs> Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why did it spring out at me? Confetti made from one of the most uh, earth-harming factories. Yes. Okay, That's I don't know. something to think of when we gather in these spaces is that confetti's bad. Confetti yeah. is very bad. bad. Guys. But um, your father requested it. Everybody <laughs> shut up the fuck up. <laughs> um, everyone shut the fuck up. Oh. <sighs> Can we just talk about my grandfather for a 30 seconds? Okay, I get it. There are other bad things in the world, okay? Yes, but this is an event just to honor the life of my grandfather. Mm. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'll say a couple words. (gasps) Oh, my God. I served with your father in World War II. (gasps) My grandfather, yes. He was a brave man. Oh, my God. Were you guys in Okinawa together? Yes. We were in Okinawa. And later on, outside of Hiroshima <laughs> and Nagasaki. Oh, my God. Did you know that the prime minister of Japan tried to surrender the war? And then the U.S. dropped two nuclear bombs on them anyways to make a statement. Okay. That's only secreted military stuff. Makes you wonder, though, what did we fight for? <laughs> Is that why you came here? <laughs> I've been thinking he about it. He literally hasn't spoken in 40 years. <laughs> All right. Um, great. Well, thank you for coming out. Um, thanks. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I think I think I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm going to call the funeral. <laughs> What part of Oakville, North Carolina are, are you from? You said you're from Oakville? Yeah. Yeah, so which part? Um, the, uh, the southern. Are you are you really from there? Yeah, I'm okay. from there. Because like a lot of people say that they're from Oakville, but... I'm from don't... Oakville. Okay. <laughs> are you from Oakville? Oh, yeah. Born and raised. Really? City of love. <laughs> Isn't that Philadelphia? <laughs> Yes. And Oakville. Okay. Yeah, I'm from there. I grew up on Birch Street. Okay. Okay. Sort of far from, you know, like the center of the city. Yeah, it is a little bit, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, the grocery store wasn't walking distance, if that's what you mean. Wow. (laughs) The grocery store wasn't walking distance for you? It was walking distance for me. That's... Great. I walked there. Okay. Every day to buy food. To buy Oakville's finest pickles. Oh, I didn't know Oakville made pickles. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's weird that you're saying you're from Oakville when... You know, it's just like there's so many tourists here. So many people that come in, try and say they're from Oakville, try to be <laughs> special. And, you know, it's my hometown. I don't yeah, want it's anybody. my hometown too. Don't you think we should be connecting over this, and you shouldn't be making me feel <laughs> like a piece of shit? <laughs> wow, I guess, I guess you are from Oakville. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So we're 
where'd you go to elementary school? Uh, King Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? What? Uh, no, no. I, I went to Queen Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's uh, all right. The um, charter school. You, who had the Pilsner? <laughs> I gonna, did. You okay. Did. And, uh, and then the vodka soda. Here mm-hmm. you go. Have you guys had a chance to look at the menu or uh, a little bit? Maybe. <sighs> Sorry to maybe interrupt. You guys were really. No, that's okay. Thank you. Maybe some fried pickles. Great. A little Oakville oh callback. Oh. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> what am I doing? Listen. Uh, if we weren't in New York, if we were in New York, we wouldn't get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> Wouldn't we? I will have the clam chowder. Clam chowder, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll get the you cup or a bowl. Cup, great. I guess I'll have the fried pickles <laughs> as your entree. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing starter. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did you think that a cup of clam chowder was my entree? <laughs> All right, so just that to start, I'll come right back. Wait, to I think I've seen you before. Um, yeah, I'm a local guy. <laughs> You're local? I'm local. Where'd yeah. you oh my god. Where'd you grow up? Uh Oakville. Shut up. <coughs> I recognize you. Yeah. Wait. Wait a minute. Luther? Yeah. He sits down. <laughs> <laughs> Luther. I, not on my lap. You're, <laughs> you're a celebrity. Well, you know, I you dunk a basketball and smash the backboard at one high school game oh and everybody's. Oh my gosh. Yes, Luther. That, that was it. Luther. 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 Oh my gosh. Uh, hey, hey, do you recognize this guy? Because he's telling me that he's from Oakville. Said he went to Queen, King Murphy. I did. King Murphy. Right? <laughs> It's an elementary school. Uh, I, I, you, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. The a three lot of us are from a small town. Why are you two treating me like I'm a turd? Because we haven't seen you. You just don't seem like you're from Oakville. Yeah, you you have seem been... like you're like from right outside Oakville. Yeah, there's like right on the outside. <laughs> Excuse, I'm from like if you Oakville. drive to like the end of Cedar. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. Where that tree that looks like a Y. Is. Yeah, it's like when you go past the tree, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're not in Oakville anymore. What are you doing? What are you yes, doing you here? Are. Yes, you are. No. Yeah. Yes, but it just like feels like you're not in Oakville. <sighs> there's no other town for growling? forty miles. I'm not growling. <laughs> you just have pretentious big city attitudes and. We all came from a small town. Well, I went to Oakville. I used to work at the movie theater. Which one? The uh, Elvis Cinemas. Oh, that was the bad one. <laughs> yeah, the bad. That one. was the bad one. one. What's it's, the- listen, it's not our fault that we treat our beautiful small town like a big city. Okay, I'm both right. I'm getting picked on, and you should be working. <laughs> Oh yeah, I gotta put your order in real quick. Okay, I'll be right back. Honestly, come back. Oh yeah, so good to see you. Stop. Don't stop. hold hands. <laughs> stop it. Honestly, stop. You stop. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Do you want to come put this order in? With what? Me? I can't. I don't have any servers uh, experience. Okay, I well. do. I do. Oh yeah, what kind? I worked at the Oakville uh, mm. Diner. You're sweating a lot. <laughs> this date's making me nervous. <laughs> I thought this will be okay. a slam dunk because uh, yeah. we went to the same town. We'll have a lot to talk about. Okay. Well, maybe let's just not talk about Oakville because we obviously don't hold it to the same standards. Great. Let's talk bonjour. About bonjour. 
Pierre, you are you done with your date? <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not yet. Um, <laughs> You're hi. not done. Uh, hi, uh, pronto, s'il vous plaît. I'm Katie. Ah, uh, bonjour. <laughs> Are you mad at me? It's my mm. friend, Pierre. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you are Pierre. I'm Claude. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I'm on a date. <laughs> what are you doing here? Is this your dad? <laughs> <laughs> dad. <laughs> it's my friend. Your... He's clearly French. Okay. Uh, sorry. He's clearly French. We are French. <laughs> we are we are oh. visiting. Oh, we are. We are. What are you? What? You're French. Are you ashamed of being French? I thought you were from Oakville. I am from Oakville. <laughs> you are. <laughs> but we went around today and got a cheat sheet of of. Thick oh facts. my fucking god! This is the third time this has happened to me on a date for real. Fine. Oopsie it is. Oh, nobody! I, I wanted to meet a nice uh, <laughs> small town American girl. Are you somewhere the KGB? Honestly, <laughs> but I am French. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi, yeah, I, I couldn't help, um, hi, I'm sitting in section, mm-hmm. um, I'm in the mezzanine, uh, uh, yes. row Z, C, yeah. two, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get out of the, I'm trying to get out of the, the stadium here. Um, I saw, uh, I saw vice president Mike Pence hurriedly rushed out. Okay. Um, I, that scared me. Uh, I'd like to be taken wherever he went. <laughs> okay. He, uh, what the vice president is up to is, uh, don't let that worry you. I assure you, you're fine. Um, I, he was on the jumbotron at the moment and I, mm-hmm. someone, I saw someone come up, whisper something, yeah. make a lot of hand flapping motions mm-hmm. and, I saw Mike Pence's eyes go wide open. Yeah. And then he was rushed out. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm here. <laughs> okay, I'm here alone, but I'm concerned about my own well-being. Okay. Where where do they take? You're fine. You look, the vice president's got duties as the vice president of the United States. You are uh a guy who came to a soccer game by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh you're you're fine. You and everybody else here is fine. Uh, he's got his presidential duties. What is for the president is not for you. Well, or even the vice president. Well, do you know much about the chain of succession? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I know a little bit about it. I know president, vice president, and then speaker of the house. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. Are you speaker of the house? You don't know. I've seen Paul Ryan. You don't seem like speaker of the house. I'm not speaker of the house. Okay. What happens after that? There's, uh, I think it's the majority whip. Can you guys stop talking? I'm trying to watch the soccer game. <laughs> Good idea. We should maybe just watch yeah. the soccer sorry. game. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, just wondering, was Vice President Mike Pence here? He was. Where'd he, he go? was, but he was. Uh, he had to rush out. Where'd it's he go? Not important. It it, it could be anything. Did it he could get be. Did he get Hamilton again? 
Did he get Hamilton? Did he get booed and ask questions at Hamilton? No. Oh, nobody booed him. He just had. Where did he go? You know, it doesn't. It, Why does he want to be the same place as us? It, it's not that he doesn't want to. He just had duties that called. It could be as simple as something as um, diarrhea. Oh, my God. Oh my Take God. me where the vice president is. Wait, you want to go to where the vice president is have diarrhea? Okay. Hey, I didn't say it was diarrhea. B, you would Thank want, you. If Thank you, you if for getting was, this information No, I'm, wow, I was giving Mikey an example. Wow, Mikey Pence, diarrhea in <laughs> no, his pants. I was giving an example of something that could happen. Well, doesn't mean he doesn't that he... doesn't like Seattle rain? <laughs> the <what>? Seattle rain? <laughs> <laughs> Lady soccer game of Seattle. I think he uh, enjoys them just fine. I, not my enough point to is, keep, not enough to keep the shit in his butt. That's for sure. Oh that's my not god! What's it could. Be hey, happening. Teresa. No, Teresa. Huh? She's yeah. coming back. This is my lady. She's coming back from the bathroom. Uh, Mike Pence. Yeah? Remember how Mike Pence was here at the beginning of the game? Yeah. He shit his pants. No, You're that's kidding. not what happened. He shit his pants. That's why he's not here anymore. No, that makes sense to me. I said he should. We, we should find him. Yeah. Oh, thank wow. you, thank you, Teresa. Yeah, let's no. go get him. Let's. No, <laughs> Teresa you wanted to watch the soccer game. Did one of these hey, Seattle <laughs> fuckers in the vending machines serve Vice President Pence some kind of gay no. nachos or? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Teresa, gay cake. Teresa. I'm just saying. You know that. Oh, she's not a homophobe, but she's right. If he was served gay cake, he'd probably shit his pants like liquid. No, <laughs> no. The, right the vice president was not served gay cake. You work for him? <laughs> How do you know? Because I wouldn't even buddy. know. <laughs> I don't know how to make a cake gay, and I don't know how that would. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. We're not homophobes, but we know you know how to do that. Okay, look, I don't know. It could have been diarrhea. It just maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe what else could it to, have been? I don't know. He could have had to uh, talk to um, the prime minister uh, of what Canada. Oh, get me in this room! Oh my god, you don't belong Shit in that room. With no. Justin Trudeau. We're, no, we're taking shitting himself off the table. Ah, I bet you he eats gay cake like it's like it's Stop. apple pie on the Fourth of July. What does that mean? I don't know. He loves gay babe. cake. I don't know, babe. Look, I'm so glad I, I met you too. Loves, we don't even serve yeah, cake here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Alex. Yeah, Alex. I swear to God, you look like Paul Ryan. All right. <laughs> Okay, cat's out of the bag. Hi. Yes, I am. You're spe- Paul Ryan? I am Speaker of the House, Paul you Ryan. You probably know more than I do. What are they you doing? They cut me out. <laughs> okay, they don't tell me anything now. Okay, well, then you should at least know that he didn't eat gay cake and <laughs> diarrhea. <sighs> if he had diarrhea, Paul he would just use hey, a bathroom in the stadium. Paul Ryan, do yes. you eat any of that gay cake? I hope not. <laughs> Did you, you eat cake <laughs> at this game? I had a lot of cake. <laughs> Where? Where? <laughs> Where did you get it? The cake vendor. <laughs> what cake vendor? There should oh, be a the cake machine, vendor. babe. <laughs> huh? a cake vending machine? Right. That's what you yeah. said. Cake vendor machine. Cake yeah. vendor machine. That Well, don't eat cake out of that. <laughs> that would definitely <laughs> make you sick. Because cake needs to be fresh. You can't buy it in a go, boy, vending hey, machine. Why don't you eat your friend Paul Ryan? Go find your friend Mike Pence and clean up He's his ass. Please. <laughs> I saw Mike Pence on the screen. A man whispered in his ear. She saw Mike Pence on the screen. A man whispered in his ear. His eyes bugged out like he was the... (laughs) Gay cake? (laughs) And like his pants filled with... with, His pants filled with liquid ass sauce. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what you saw happen? Yeah. yeah. You maybe know what else could it have been. She live texted me while she was out waiting for the bathroom. Did you have some ass sauce, babe? Huh? You have some ass sauce? I'm not a homophobe, so I I eat gay cake. Yeah, homophobes don't have ass sauce. So yeah. so when we eat gay cake, it's fine. Like eating regular yeah. cake. Yeah, we eat the same cake that Mike Pence ate. The same gay cake. We call oh, it so cake. You all ate cake. No, we call it cake. You homophobe. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Ryan's not a homophobe. I'm many things. Call Mike Pence. I can't <laughs> Please. Paul Ryan could call him. Yeah. I assure you, it's probably nothing. Maybe it's an issue of national security. Maybe it's nothing. <gasps> oh, no. my God. I, that could mean any number of things. It could just mean a vote oh. in the House. <gasps> oh. Fireworks. Yeah. Or maybe. Or Mike Pence's asshole just blew <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, it's not Mike Pence's asshole. Do you realize how absurd that is? That he's so homophobic he ate a <laughs> what sounds like just cake <laughs> and it gave him diarrhea uh-huh. because of something Recapping he thought it was know, he thinks cake is gay I don't know <laughs> this slowly fades into uh, the security guard being interrogated by two CIA operatives say it again <laughs> say what again your theory about the cake I don't have a who theory. gave who set up the vending machine who I don't know. Slipped Those- Mike Ped's gay cake. What section of the uh, of the stadium were you working in again? I was working in section. Oh boy, uh, Z. I was in Z. Uh, the section mm-hmm. Z. 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 Twenty-two. Right. Right. Uh, right, uh, right above the location of the explosion. Yes, we're told. Mm-hmm. Which did happen inside of a bathroom facility. Mm-hmm. Anything to say about that? What kind of explosion was it? Wouldn't you like to know? It wasn't. There's a slide on the wall. This is the president's asshole. The vice president's asshole. Sorry, wrong slide. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, sorry, this is a big file. Jeremy, <laughs> if you mistakenly show one more person Donald Trump's asshole, I sw- our asses, our asses grass. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's right next door. Slide. Why don't you pull up the slide of our assholes next to each other? Why don't you? Show, show the man. <laughs> we, uh, oh, cut to the Oval Office. Uh, President, I, um, your asshole has been compromised. What? Uh, we're going to need to get in. Uh, the American, uh, it's been leaked. People know what your asshole looks like. Uh, hey, do you hear that? President's asshole is leaking. <laughs> if my asshole leaked, I wanted it to be leaked. And it's good. I wish people no. wish they had an asshole. Hey, babe, like Teresa, no. this is the best fucking tour of the White House. I'm like, the goddamn like president's asshole is leaking. Probably, I like all, it. You like it? We, we you cut do. to Twitter, just like a whole page is just pictures of the asshole. Like, quit shaming the president's asshole. Like, there's like is this pictures the of it, like of a, a tinier asshole, and people are like, that was photoshopped. He doesn't have a tinier asshole. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of Hillary's asshole. It looks way more this presidential. Lock her up. All right, we're back. Uh, Mike. Yes. Oh, first, Izzy, thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, that was great. Um, 
Yeah, definitely unique. Holy cow. Uh, Mike, you're up. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'm going to talk about, um, uh, like a relationship that I had that, uh, back when I lived, I'm from the East coast. Um, I used to live in, I grew up in New Jersey and I lived in New York and, uh, this is sort of a story about, I guess like, I don't know. It's just a bizarre story that happened during this relationship that was like failing. Um, <clears throat> and I don't, I, I was trying to think of a more encompassing narrative about that, but it might just be this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so after college, um, I graduated in like 2007 and it was like right at the beginning of the recession, finally got a job in, at a book publisher, um, uh, where I met the, uh, this girl the first day we both started the same day and I'll say her name was, uh, Lisa, <laughs> that's dumb. Okay, uh, we met. We met the first day, and and we both liked each other like immediately. Like she was cool. She was she was very smart. She was uh, she wanted to be a poet, um, and I was kind of kicking around the idea. I wanted to be a writer back then, but I didn't have the balls to like admit to that. <clears throat> and I met this girl, and she was like, "I'm going to be a poet." And I was like, oh, okay. If you can be a poet, I could be like a fiction writer. You can. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, just that anyone would have the audacity to be like, I'm going to be a poet. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Didn't even think that was (laughs) happening anymore. But um, what do you think the hierarchy of like, of like improbable writing jobs is? You know what I mean? Like, I think you're not wrong. Like putting poet above writers, like. Well, yeah. Well, because there's like five people who are successful enough poets that they're selling their poetry pays for their life, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like cartoonist. (laughs) Yeah, I think about that a lot. I think memes kind of took away anybody's like Sunday funnies job. (laughs) (laughs) Like memes are just far side. Or like the death of print (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. took away people's Sunday funnies job. Well, or memes either way <laughs> there was a thing online the other day that was just like typing like you did like a typing game and that was someone called it a meme sorry what do you mean what's in a meme like a, it was a, a meme could be like a popular thing at the moment right i thought mm-hmm. it was an image i think that I is a I... meme but a meme is also a broader thing of something that is like a viral sort of oh. sensation oh I'm going to become a meme writer. So, like, a catchphrase can be a meme. Yeah. I don't know. Yeesh. Anyway. Haikuist. Haikuist. I'd put that. (laughs) That'd be hard. (laughs) An improviser trumps them all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Professional. Uh Money, 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 money. (laughs) Um, Okay. But anyway, she was really cool and very, she was, she was smart and like, she was, she was great. Um. But, uh, so we started dating and then I remember things weren't going well at a certain point. So we were like, I remember being like, we should move in together. That'll fix this. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so we moved into New York city together and (laughs) she's going to grad school at Sarah Lawrence. Shut the fuck up. All right. Wow. Uh, (laughs) getting her MFA. I was getting my MFA. In poetry. Yeah. Oh my God. I probably know her poetry teachers. I bet you do. Give me your number. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're still cool. Let's we're hear still how cool. this story yet. Yeah. Uh, this story, yeah. 
this is just like details, I guess. But uh, and I was going to grad school in another school, uh, getting my MFA. Um, and but yeah, things weren't. We were just growing apart, you know. Became roommates essentially. Um, I tried everything. You know, I bought a cat. I was like, this will fix this Jeez relationship. <laughs> I was twenty five, twenty four. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was appropriately stupid at that time, but. Um, but yeah, we lived in this like cool apartment that was like above a pizza shop uh, in New York City, and like it always smelled like you know garlic in there. It was really nice. <clears throat> and uh, but yeah, things were not going well. I remember that being like, this is not good. Things are sort of falling apart. And I remember one night I was there alone, and she was out. And previously there had been some guys who had moved in above us, a couple floors above us, and. I remember seeing them like walk up the fire escape, which is like, you're not supposed to do that. Like you're not supposed to go out on the fire escape. And I was kind of like, who are these guys? <clears throat> so one night I'm just there alone in the apartment and I hear like dripping it coming in. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I like look and there's water dripping down one of the walls. And then a bookshelf that's in our bedroom falls off of like, I think it was, I don't think it was in the studs. I think it was just in like the drywall or whatever, but it fell because it had gotten wet on the inside and this bookshelf like fell to the ground. I was like, what the hell's going on? So I open up the door and I see water in the hallway dripping. And then I hear the girl above me scream and be like, what's happening to my apartment? <laughs> and so now at this point, everyone in the apartment building is coming into the hallway and being like, what's going on? There's water leaking into all of our apartments. <clears throat> so um so i walk upstairs to the highest apartment with uh and i see water is just pouring out from underneath this one apartment and i was like what the fuck we're like pounding on the door pounding on the door eventually um like we called like the fire department um called the landlord so the landlord shows up <clears throat> and she, she not the fire department <laughs> yeah not yet <laughs> Classic. Um, <laughs> we deal with fire. <laughs> Sounds like the opposite of fire. <laughs> <laughs> so the landlord gets there and she can't get in the door either. And uh, oh no, before this, before the landlord got there, I remember we were just kind of running up and down the stairs, being like, "What is happening? What's going on here?" And I heard a door open, and then uh, someone's coming down the stairs. I'm like, "Oh, this must be someone up there." So I go to the hallway and it's clearly a homeless woman. Like she's got bare feet, dirt, like she's holding all these bags. And I'm like, what the hell? And her feet are making wet footprints as she walks. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, was this woman in there? Is this, how did, how, what's going on? Is this like, are squatters living in this yeah. apartment above us? And, uh, so yeah, eventually the landlord does come and she has to like go through someone else's apartment, go in the fire escape, climb into this apartment where the water's coming out of. And at this point I'm kind of like, okay, this is settled. I don't need to be involved anymore. But I remember like I peeked my head in the door when she had opened it and I saw it looked like living just uh, like trash. It was just like there was like trash on strewn about not a lot, but a little bit. There was no furniture really. And there was a guy naked face down on the floor <gasps> alive, I think. Uh, and then another guy sleeping just passed out. And then water is just pouring out of the sink and like the tub. 
And I'm like, what the hell? There, there's legit squatters living up in here. Like, what the hell? How did this happen? So at this point, I'm like, I don't feel safe. This is all fucked up. What part of New York were you living Upper in? Upper East Side. It was like, oh my God, where? 85th in New York. My grandpa lives on 77th in New York. <laughs> <laughs> my friend lived over there too. And I always stayed during DCM anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> a nice little area. Um, Phil? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so at this point, I, I remember going downstairs just being like, what the hell is happening? I walk outside the apartment um, and the pizza, the pizzeria, there are, there are alarms going off because water has been pouring into the pizzeria. And I see a car there that's, you know, an, unmis- uh, an unmarked cop car, but you can tell. And like there's two guys <laughs> sitting in there and clearly police officers in plain clothes. And I walk up to them and I'm like, hey, you guys cops? And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, uh, hey, some crazy shit's happening in my apartment building right now. I think there's like these squatters living in this apartment and they flooded it. And I was like, I feel like you guys, I was like, I called the fire department. They're like, yeah, okay. I was like, I feel like you guys should come in and just, you know, just be cops right now. (laughs) And, uh, and so eventually like, like they kind of get up and they're like, all right, right, okay, let's go in. Like they clearly don't want to get involved. They go up there. I see them walking into that apartment. I'm like, okay, this is all set now. We're all settled. Um, and then like the fire department comes and they like, uh, I don't know what they're doing. There's a ton of people in this apartment above me at this point. And, uh, I kind of just was chilling in my apartment with the door open, just trying to listen to what's happening. And, uh, eventually I keep, I hear all these footsteps going down the stairs, all the cops and all the fire fighters are leaving and i'm like whoa guys hang on what's going on what what what's the i'm like did you kick those guys out and they're like they're like they live here and i was like what i was like yeah they just moved in they showed us their lease they're legit i'm like well what the fuck happened here very good tenants (laughs) and they're like yeah apparently they went they got drunk watching the michigan ohio state game came home passed out with the water on i was like what like that okay and then they're all trying the cops are just trying to get out of here they're like this is done we don't care and there i remember i'm standing down in the lobby of my apartment building and like cops and firefighters are just trying to leave and like they're pulling the door shut behind them and i'm like wait wait okay that makes a little bit of sense what about the old homeless woman i saw who came out of that room with wet feet how does she factor into this and the one cop like looks back at me he goes she was probably being paid to have sex with them. Disgusting, though, that may seem to someone like you. Oh. <laughs> and then he closed the door and left. And I was like, Was he what? Tony Curtis? I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then my girlfriend came uh, home later that night. And I was like, oh, my God, listen to this story. This is this is wild. It doesn't even make sense. I don't I don't fully understand it still. And she came in and she looked at the bookshelf that had fallen and she was like, oh, what happened to the bookshelf? And I'm just like, really? Like, that's what I just had this whole experience. Um, but yeah, so that was something, a strange event that happened. Uh, wow. I have, I have other stories that are sort of intense involving this relationship, but if that's enough, we can stop there too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, was that the beginning of the end of it? <laughs> oh, that was one part. Yeah, it's a different moment in time, but, um, I'll just get into it. So with this same girlfriend later, we're going to a, one of her best friend's wedding. Another girl went to Sarah Lawrence, uh, getting married my fan poetry. Uh, and 
so our relationship. I bet those vows were awesome. It, it, Hell yeah. They were <laughs> magical. Uh, so we're, we're in this bullshit relationship driving to Yeesh. Delaware for a wedding. We've all been there being like, what are we doing? We don't even, we don't. We're Definitely. not a thing. We're even Why like, we? <sighs> someone's got to move out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just prolonging it as long as possible. Yeah. But, uh, but we hadn't talked about it yet, but so we're going to our best friend's wedding and, uh, and we're driving from New York city to Delaware and we like took the train back to my parents' house in green in New Jersey. And, uh, they let me borrow one of their cars to drive that down <laughs> And, uh, so we're driving and it's like late October, November, and it's raining the whole ride. And, you know, we're on 95, just going to Wilmington, I don't know, somewhere in Delaware. And, uh, eventually the rain turns over to like slush and like freezing rain and, and, uh, and like, yeah, just full on sleet. And we're on 95. It's like, you know, five lanes in both directions, tractor trailers all around us. And everyone was going like 75, 80, just the speed of traffic. And I remember uh, looking up and seeing like brake lights coming up. So I tapped on the brakes and the wheel started turning itself. And uh, and I did what you're not supposed to do. I overcorrected, which, uh, you know, you naturally just do it. And uh, so the car like spun this way like turn this way turn that way and then we did two complete 360s oh, on i-95 at like 70 miles per hour oh my God. jesus um somehow hit nothing somehow hit nothing we i remember sliding to a stop next to like a concrete wall facing the wrong direction on an on-ramp and like every and like you know the car just like stalled out turned itself off and everyone around us has like come to a stop and it's just kind of like, holy shit. And then of course they just start going again. And I remember she like, we're just sitting there and she like turned to me and she's like, we're okay. We're okay. She's like, I'm going to start crying now. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You start crying. And then we just kind of drive in silence for a while. <clears throat> and we're, we're about to, we're getting to the wedding and we're just kind of like shaken. And then she's like, she's like, so when we get there, don't tell anyone that this happened. Okay. This is her special day. We can't, we can't be the biggest story. Tonight. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking serious? I can't tell. I almost, just, this is the closest I've come to death. I'm, I can't even talk about it at this wedding. Um, and she was like, please don't, please don't tell anyone about this. Don't tell Catherine, whatever you do. Um, yeah. And then later that night, my parents called me and they were like, did the car get stolen? And I was like, what? Cause their car had low jack in it. And if you move, the car moved while it was off because it, we skidded while the car oh, was off yeah. for so long. They're like, oh. Lojack told us that the car was moved. Oh. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like, nope, nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> everything's been fine. Didn't tell my parents about it at all. But, <laughs> Said not uh, to tell anyone at the wedding, not your parents. Well, I didn't want to tell my parents. <laughs> I was like, I'm somehow alive. We're fine. We don't need to talk about it. Um, but I think that it, during that, after that death spin, I was kind of like, we need to talk about this. Ah! Like, I, you know, I don't yeah. want to die with you. Well, that, that just <laughs> yeah. Once you have a moment like that, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, this is all right. Life is an on and off switch. Uh, it could go very quickly. Yeah, might as well be honest. You almost died on your way to a wedding. Neither of you were, were <sighs> invested in being well, <sighs> dates for each other. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, 
she published her book of poetry. Okay. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good wow. for her. Mm-hmm. So and she's one of the five. <laughs> yeah, she's one of the five. I'm talking Jeez, Louise, Claudia, you seem pretty shaky. You seem... What's up? You're not really enjoying the rest of the... The time with the rest of the wedding party. Well, I'm not allowed to talk about it, so... What? Just, you know, just go on. Go, go on. It's your day. It's your day. No, what is... Oh, excuse me? Don't, you said that almost spitefully. No, what's, no. what's the matter? No, 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 no. I'm so happy for you. Uh, this just has nothing to do with me. Oh, God. Oh, God. God, we no. flashback. <laughs> she was in a car and it spins <laughs> twice, uh, like a big uh, uh, iron beam, like comes swinging through the car and nearly takes her head off. <laughs> oh, it just missed two, my head. Two motorcycles come by and they're shooting guns back. And forth. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Flashback. Oh, I'm good. I'm honestly good. I'm really good. And did it? Uh, s- does it seem like you're good? No, you're, no, no. There was no. three minutes of your well, eyes just flicking in your head and you, you're sweating When's now. When's my speech? When's my maid of honor speech? When um, do I get to do during it? During the dinner, like always. Okay, great. I Are you sure wait. you're okay? Do you need a... Uh, do you need a drink? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drink sounds great. Um, you know what? You stay right here. I'm going to get us a drink and uh, I want you to tell me your favorite part of your wedding so far. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Um, she walks towards the open bar and stops. A waiter almost comes comes by. Two waiters come by and like their trays come a little close to her. She's just absolutely still in the middle of the dance floor. One of the, ta- one of the waiters' trays gets hit. A knife comes careening past her face. He sticks in the wall. She goes, Jesus Christ, Teddy! That was fucking crazy! I told you to put the oyster knives on the... Hey, this is isn't our day. <laughs> All right, she goes right. into the fetal position, calling uh, for her mom. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> Whoa, check it out. The maid of honor is <laughs> fetusing. <laughs> Selfies. <laughs> no, no, kids. Oh my God, oh my no, God. No, kids, take a picture. Take a picture with the bride. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Can I help you? I'm fine. Don't pay attention to me. I'm nothing. I'm worthless. Get away from me. Chicken dance. Oh God. Oh God. All of the chickens on the highway. Oh God. Chickens on a big truck going to Kareen hit off the top of her car. Two guys on a motorcycle dressed in chickens. Now in her imagination. Forget all of this is happening. Forget it for Christina. With their arms interlocked, they're swinging wildly around. <laughs> wait, wait! A toddler goes flying through a pane of glass. <laughs> wait, this wedding is dramatic now too. Johnny, this isn't about you. Get up and do the dance. <laughs> 
Quick, quick, I've got to find a single man to sleep with at the end of this night so that everything seems normal. You! Hello? Hi. Jesus Christ, Reggie. Listen, man. You! Flirt with me so everything seems okay. Yeah, okay. You, you. How's... Where are you from? <laughs> oh, I'm from uh, I'm I'm from around here. Uh, How close lo- by? Uh, About two and a half hours out. <laughs> to, uh, that stretch of highway. No, no, Claudia, no. <laughs> hey, um, listen, you're really cute, but I are you okay? Are, are you are you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quirky. Let's let's dance. <laughs> we cut back to the bride, just patiently waiting for her drink. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back. <laughs> Cut back here. <laughs> Somebody play Little John. <laughs> play Little John. Okay. <laughs> From the window to the wall. Oh, yeah. Everything's <laughs> normal. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I just get so hyped at weddings. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm. Uh, I do marketing. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> we go into his brain. We just see him at his desk, like listening to his like annoying coworker babble on about the New York Jets. <laughs> Listen, do I don't care. I don't care. What were you going to say, Jesse? I was going to ask if it, you thought it might be their year. It's never their year. They're the Jets. Okay. Well, I was going to say I don't care if the owner's a goddamn Trump supporter. I think that's cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I gotta get a new job. <laughs> Cut back in here. He's shaking. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, this is so rude of you because it's it's Christina and Tom's day. Honestly, you need to get it the fuck together. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let's just keep dancing harder. <laughs> okay. Skeet skeet motherfucker. Oh shit! Christina's drinks. Fuck, Christina. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Uh, what can I get for you? Um, I'll have a. I'll have two. Uh, double sevens and sevens. Double seven and seven. Huh? <sighs> okay. Are you I okay? I can. <sighs> We go in his brain. He's at a craps table. Here we go. So, man, you think you're going to take both of your motorcycles out on the highway tonight and trail them behind that chicken truck driver? I feel good about tonight. I feel good about tonight. All right. Well, just make sure if you see anybody in the process that you don't bring it up to them if you see them at a vent afterward. All right. Seven. Oh, that's bad news. No. Come back here. Hey. You look sort of familiar. Me? A chicken feather falls out oh. of his beard. <laughs> Listen, I something happened on the way over here. It's I Christina's talk- day. It's Christina's day. It's Christina's day! She shits herself. <laughs> Liquid poo. <laughs> We go back to his head and he's ordering a cake from a vending machine. All right, I'll just get one cake. Here's, your, here's your gay cake. Huh? <laughs> well, I already bought it. Awesome.
Thank you so much for being on the Meet Improv. Yay! Yeah, thank you so much. That was thank really you for fun. playing with us. Uh, Izzy, you got something to plug? Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a fun show August 4th called Momprov Presents Family Therapy. Uh, my mom, grandma, and I are hosting it. Whoa, that's awesome. And then we do, we're going to do improv. That's incredible. <laughs> it's uh, August 4th, UCB Sunset, 7 p.m. Great. Awesome. Before my uh, grandma goes to sleep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Normal <laughs> sleep. Took that the wrong way. Normal, Normal sleep. sleep. Oh, Normal okay. sleep. Before um, we put my grandma to sleep. <laughs> uh, see Mess Hall, uh, Sundays at 7 o'clock at the Inner Sanctum, my team Bordeaux. Uh, every first and third Wednesday, my uh, team I'm Susan hosts an indie show at the Clubhouse. And every fourth Wednesday at 8, my PAC sketch team plays at the PAC Theater. Also, August 23rd, 9.30, go see Dick Cannon Wins the Lottery. I'm not involved with this show, but uh, Corey's my roommate, and I love those guys. Uh, yeah, that's it. Great. Well, Mike, Amanda's my roommate, and I've never once plugged her show, so... <laughs> and she did walk through during this, yes, too. Yes, uh, so go see Dick Cannon Wins the Lottery. And Matt Apodaca's my roommate, so no. go see Pony, and uh, I believe he's in the greatest concert ever uh, on the That's 20th. Great. Yes. Um, and while you're at it, uh, check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin. And uh, Monda Green, a Herald team. Uh, excellent. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. You can find out all the things I'm pissed off about there. <laughs> uh, the Meet Improv is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are going to Europe, um, Iceland, London, Scotland, Berlin, perhaps Munich, perhaps mm-hmm. not Munich. If you're in Munich, start a rumble for a, yeah, yeah. Get it, get it going. Uh, but maybe you can just come to Oktoberfest with us. Oh Please. yeah, uh, great. So if you want more information on that, uh, check out any of those uh, social sites. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Meet. The Meet. Podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.